Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Lithium ion batteries now are the world's preferred source of portable energy. Unfortunately, the reality is is that with a a lifespan of only up to three years, some 95% of these batteries end up as e-waste in landfills. In fact, Singapore generates about 60,000 tons of e-waste each year, including batteries. That is the equivalent of 220 Airbus 380 planes. Wow. And uh, while simultaneously our our only landfill is at Pulau Somakau, of course, and that is expected to run out of space by the year 2035. Joining us on the line now is Leon Ferrant, the founder of Green Lion. And that is a company that has a new technology to not only regenerate used batteries, but also to recycle them in a much better way. Leon, welcome to the show. Glad to have you with us today. Thank you so much for having me. You know, those statistics that I just read off about the amount of waste that's generated and and the fact that these lithium-ion batteries just, they don't last very long and then they just become something that is is typically thrown away or some people try to recycle them. But this is really a a global issue, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. 95% of them end up in landfill and they are toxic and they're dangerous. They can bust. The reason why is that it's just not economic or, or, or profitable to recycle them in many cases, which is obviously what we've been working on for a number of years. Now, Green Lion is a, a Singapore startup. Uh, tell us about what you're doing along with your, your CTO, Dr. Reza Katal. What is, the, what is your startup? How did it get started and, and what are you actually working on? Yeah, I mean, Dr. Katal is a great friend of mine and and a genius, of course. He's been working on technology that we've now commercialized. And essentially, we've built a a large machine that gets installed into an e-recycler's site. And what it does is it changes them from a recycler into a manufacturer of battery cathodes. So instead of recycling, we are fully rejuvenating spent lithium-ion batteries, which we hope stops the need for them contributing to landfill. How does that actually happen? How can you, as you say, regenerate them? I, I thought I, I didn't know that that was possible. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a hydrometallurgical process. So without getting too technical, our machine crushes and shreds the batteries and then separates the precious metals and then recombines them back into a battery cathode ready to be reused. Does this work on any kind of lithium-ion battery? Are there, are there any restrictions to what and how, which types of batteries can be recycled like this? Yeah, that's another great point, Glenn, because our technology currently is the only one in the world that takes in all lithium-ion batteries. Many of our competitors handle one or two. And when I say all lithium-ion batteries, we're talking about your, your iPhone or Samsung battery, your laptop battery, your kids' toys, all the way through to the Tesla batteries, the Prius batteries, the hybrid buses, and even oh. larger, the ESS storage units. That is amazing. And, and the, the challenge, of course, with a, a lot of electric vehicles, right, is this, the, once the battery is no longer usable, you've got this huge, this huge problem in terms of how do you get rid of it. How much work do you expect to do in these various sectors? Do you, do you think that the electric vehicle, for example, battery market will be a larger sector for you? In what we think is that the electric vehicle EVs are going to just increase as part of our portfolio. We think by 2030, it's expected that in many jurisdictions, one in three vehicles will be electric vehicles, which means that the volume of electric vehicle batteries we'll be processing will only increase every year. 
The other thing contributing is the ERP legislation, so the end-of-life producer responsibility, which Singapore is implementing next year, July 2021, which makes every manufacturer of, of electronic goods responsible for the safe recycling of the batteries. So it does change the game, and it makes us a lot more necessary. Yeah, I was going to say, so then would the manufacturers contact you directly to get you into their uh, you know, end-of-life supply chain, as it were? Absolutely, and they have been already. The, the only problem with that is that we are not a full-cycle recycling company. Mm. We partner with people like TES in Singapore, TES, and we, we supply our machinery and support their, their transformation from a recycler to a manufacturer of cathodes. Hmm. You know, so we, we give them our machinery. Our machinery forexes the profitability of the process, processing of batteries. It's faster than anything on the market, and we create 99.9% pure outcomes with no toxic discharge. So that's how we work together. Wow. Talking with Leon Ferrand, the founder of Green Lion, working with lithium-ion batteries to either reconstitute them or to recycle them. And Leon, let's talk about that, the actual process, because we, we think of that sort of recycling as potentially a, a quite a dirty business, right? And you, there are different kinds of heavy metals in there. And, and, you know, in your process, is there a danger of contamination, pollution in different ways, working with these lithium-ion batteries. Yeah, it's it was our first concern, and uh, and fundamentally, we're trying to help the planet become become greener. So, Reza, Dr. Reza Katal, and my our CTO, he's been working on this specifically, making sure that our machine and our technology is a closed loop process. So, what that allows us to do is retain all of the precious metals in the system and push them through into new cycles. The only discharge that we have is a, is a treated water discharge, which is tested and, and acceptable to go into the, uh, into the environment here in Singapore with a little bit of salt, but no metals hmm. or, uh, or, or acids. So really what we try and do is we keep all the things precious and, and uh, that we can commercialize in the process until we've, we've turned it into something more valuable. Everything else is, is treated and discharged. Oh, fantastic. And right now, I mentioned earlier, there's some 60,000 tons of e-waste each year in Singapore. How much of that e-waste is actual batteries? Do, do you have any idea what that number yeah. looks like? We, we think that it's, we, we don't know for sure is the, is, the, is the true answer, Glenn, but we are working with some of the key players in, in Singapore. And two, two of the key players in Singapore alone have their hands on over 13,000 tons of lithium-ion batteries. And, and of course, there's much more than two players in this space, in, even just in Singapore. So the number is big, <laughs> I guess is, yes, the, it is the short answer. When you build your machine, your recycling machine, are they, is everyone bringing the material to you or do you build your uh, recycling machines on site at other people's facilities, for example, at a manufacturer's facility? It's, it's the latter, Glenn. We build our machine on a, on a site for, of an e-recycler like TEST or a motivated environmental company which wants to build out their own own recycling facility and why we build it on their site is uh, is we've chosen to partner with such people because they have access to the global supply chain and it's very hard to move batteries around the world you need a thing called a basal permit 
mm. which allows you to ship them because they're combustible and dangerous. And our clients have those, and so it allows them access to larger volumes, not just in Singapore, but in the surrounding countries. At what point do you think we, as a, as a society, maybe not just necessarily Singapore, but globally, at what point could we get to a 100% or 80% recyclability on things like batteries and, and to really do some good in cleaning up the environment? Yeah, I think it's, it's not something that we need a long lead time. We just have to have committed individuals and, and governments to saying that we no longer accept any, any batteries going into landfill. So there's stage one, and I think that can be done straight away. It just takes everybody to, to sort of unite on the, on the topic. The second one is about urban mining and going into those landfills and taking out the, these, mm. these toxic batteries and then trying to process them again, which is a much bigger job, and that will take some time. But I think that that's stage two. Yeah. What's, what's the next step for Green Lion? You know, you're, you're a startup here in, in Singapore. Where do you go next? Uh, is it outside the region, outside the country? Where, where's next for you guys and what will you do? After calling Singapore home for, the, for myself uh, personally for the last 10, 11 years, we, we must make uh, Singapore the first to have access to this technology and Singapore will always be our hub. For next stages for us is we're currently in a, um, in a fundraising round. So we're doing our seed fundraising. We're 75% subscribed at a 2 million, 2 million USD round. Um, so we're just closing that out. Uh, beyond that, we're going to do, build and deploy our first machines in Singapore with our current, current client. And then the, the next frontier is to move with them into their global locations. So the EU and, the, and North Americas are a very big jurisdiction because they're very evolved in their attitude towards the rejuvenation or the recycling of batteries. And frankly, technology that exists, it's, it's inferior at the moment. So we, we hope that we'll get traction by moving out to those locations with our clients. Leon, we're looking forward to seeing how your story progresses and, of course, hopefully the good that your product does. Leon Ferrant, the founder of Singapore green tech startup Green Lion. Thanks for being with us on Money FM. Thank you so much, Glenn. It's been a pleasure. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.